emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. I'm Kevin Merida, Senior Vice President of ESPN. Hi, everyone. This is Rexy Roll from Western Air, Bahamas. I'm Monica Morgan, international photojournalist and motivational speaker. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. Hey, this is Maurice Griffin from BET Sunday's Best. I'm Lauren Winfrey, TV news reporter for today's TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Dr. Eddie Connor, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud show with my main man, Michael Nimmons. Grew up listening and singing If I Could Be Like Mike, and I really do, so I had to listen to how he brings it, how he flows with it, how he engages you, how he speaks truth to power and inspires you to do something greater than ever before. Don't you dare miss it. Continue to listen. Think out loud. Speak out loud. Michael Nimmons. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... The Thinking Out Loud radio show. 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 So one of the best radio shows that I've ever been on. And in Detroit, I can't go without thinking out loud with my boy, Michael Nimmons. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. It's the show featuring legendary and iconic journalist Rochelle Riley. Pulitzer Prize winning journalist on tonight. I'm pinching myself at the same time. Just enjoying listening to her share uh, her experiences with you and with me. Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and now at MichaelNimmons.com. At the top of the list were two interviews with Barack Obama, one when he was a senator running for president and the other one in the Roosevelt Room outside the Oval Office, where I'm literally sitting across from, you know, our history's first African-American president. It, it doesn't get any better than that when you're a journalist. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hey, what's cracking, Planet Earth? It's your boy, Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. 
giving voice to issues that matter to you. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemens. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Let me first apologize for the late posting of tonight's show. We were experiencing some technical difficulties earlier in the day uh, due to a storm that came through and uh, knocked the power out while we were in the middle of recording tonight's show. And we just decided uh, to uh, wait till the storm passed. And thankfully, the power was restored. And we decided to, uh, again, wait till the storm passed and uh, give it another crack at it. So uh, the storm has passed and we uh, decided to continue with our recording. So we are very happy that you tuned in uh, to tonight's show. We've got a great show in store for you. First, let me say happy 4th of July to everyone that is listening. The 4th is just a couple of days away, and I hope and pray you have a wonderful 4th of July holiday. Uh, I know everybody listening is going to get the grills out, and they're going to barbecue and get the ribs ready. Probably uh, some of you are probably marinating your ribs as we speak. Um, You know, it is just the fourth is just a great time. Uh, Summer is here. I love the weather. I know you do, too. Uh, You know, for me, the hotter, the better. I'm telling you, I just love uh, the summer weather. For me, it's the best time of the year. So happy fourth of July to everyone uh, on this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Also, as a housekeeping note, we just want to make you aware that our blog, When They See Us, is out and you can read it and make comments on it right from michaelnemons.com. People are going there now and uh, uh, we truly appreciate them stopping by and checking out the blog and even leaving us comments as well. Uh, There are a couple people that uh, tweeted us their comments uh, and we truly appreciate them. Not sure if they're listening on tonight, but want to give a shout out to Alexandria Saunders. Uh, She follows us on Twitter at TOL Radio Host MSN and uh, just thank her so much for taking out the time uh, to read our blog. 
Uh, she tweeted out her comment to us again at TOL Radio Host MSN is our Twitter. Uh, Alexandria Saunders said, we definitely will be reading more of your blogs. Everything you said, sadly, 100% true. Uh, DuVernay series and blogs like yours are so important in getting the message out there that this kind of treatment of black and brown young men is very much still rife. And uh, we want to thank her for taking the time to read the blog and to leave a comment. Again, you can tweet us at TOL Radio Host MSN. Also, shout out to Aaron Porter Jr. For um, uh, tweeting us as well He checked out the blog And said that it was a great article Wanted to give him a shout out During tonight's show as well Again if you haven't read the blog You can go to michaelnemons.com And click the post right on the home page It's just about a 10 minute or so read And you can leave us a comment Or you can tweet us your comment At TOL Radio Host MSN Or email us at contact at michaelnemes.com we would love to get your feedback love to know what your thoughts are about this uh, docu-series uh, on Netflix entitled When They See Us as I said we've got a great show in store for you on tonight I'm interviewing uh, a great young man um, the director the artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir and also a good friend of ours Anthony White. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I truly appreciate him and all the work that he's doing for the young people right here in the city of Detroit. Over 21 years working with these young people, and now his hard work has definitely paid off. Uh, if you missed it, he, they, the Detroit Youth Choir was recently on America's Got Talent, and they did a phenomenal job. We've been talking about them for the past couple of weeks and indicating that we were trying to get uh, Anthony on the show and we were able to do just that so excited to have him on and talk about their experiences in LA and what they're doing now and uh, their um, their performance coming up in just a few weeks uh, so Stay tuned for that. A lot of great information is going to be giving us. So this is definitely an interview, you guys, you don't want to miss. And it's coming up very soon. Also, in our What Are You Thinking About segment, we're going to be talking about the uh, 2020 presidential debates that took place on Wednesday, June 26th and uh, Thursday, June 27th. Talking about uh, some of the candidates and the drama that unfolded uh, on those two days. Uh, just giving you a quick recap of the presidential debates. Uh, anybody that knows me knows I love to talk politics. So um, just uh, bear with us. Uh, we're going to geek out a little bit <laughs> uh, doing the What Are You Thinking About segment. So stay tuned for that. Uh, also, we're going to be talking about uh, a young uh, 15-year-old tennis phenom, uh, African-American young lady, uh, Coco, goes by the name of 
uh, Corey Coco Golf. Uh, she recently defeated uh, iconic tennis uh, star Venus Williams and is the youngest player to uh, qualify for Wimbledon. So we're going to be talking about her as well uh, in the What Are You Thinking About segment. And to round out uh, this series of topics uh, in this edition of the What Are You Thinking About segment, we're going to be talking about the NBA free agency and some of the moves that were made uh, just a couple days ago uh, free agency opened up on June the 30th and people are all teams are already making some big moves so we're going to be talking about that uh, in just a few minutes in the what are you thinking about segment and we've got a very special thought of the week coming to you on tonight a message we ministered entitled Keep your eyes on the prize. And we're going to be sharing with you a clip of that message during tonight's show. As I said, we've got a great show in store for you on tonight. So let's get to it. You is live. A sea of race fists and silence. 2020 fight is getting very real. Democrats jumping in, speaking out. Jussie Smollett. A month ago, few people knew who he was. You're watching The Breakfast Club. If you take it all into consideration, Stephen A. Listen, the argument that where, where you absolutely disgust me. A dilemma right now. How you feeling? Better than I deserve. You feel better today? I'm getting there. Yeah. What are you thinking about? What's up, everybody? Uh, this is the uh, July, the second edition of the What Are You Thinking About segment where we talk about everything and everybody. And we kick off tonight's show talking about the 2020 presidential uh, debates. It took place on last Wednesday, June 26th, and Thursday, June the 27th. And uh, I'm telling you, they were very heated. They were very heated both nights. Uh, but I think uh, the 27th Thursday uh, was probably um, the the one that 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 topped uh, or what actually brought the most heat, so to speak. Um, uh, that was a night where uh, you had the top tier. Uh, uh, of the candidates uh, that are running for president on the Democratic side, um, they're uh, debating one another in Miami. Uh, former Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Kamala Harris, uh, Senator Bernie Sanders were some were three of the notables uh, that were debating. Um, Mayor uh, Pete Buttigieg was another one uh, that was a notable presidential candidate that was. Um, uh, on the stage in Miami on Thursday of last week. Um, so <clears throat> a lot of things took place and we just want to uh, share with you a brief recap from 
uh, the debates from uh, last week bring you up to speed uh, for anybody that might have missed it. So uh, take a listen. Secretary Castro, if you were president today, oi, what would you specifically do? Thank you very much, uh, Jose. I'm very proud that in April I became the first candidate to put forward a comprehensive immigration plan. And we saw those images, watching that image of of Oscar and his daughter Valeria uh, is heartbreaking. It should also piss us all off. The reason that they're separating these little children from their families is that they're using Section 1325 of that act, which criminalizes coming across the border, to incarcerate the, pre- the parents and then separate them. Some of us on this stage have called to end that section, to terminate it. Some, like Congressman O'Rourke, have not. And I want to challenge all of the candidates exactly. to do that. I just think it's a mistake, Bethel. I think it's a mistake. And I think that, that if you truly want to change the system, then we got to repeal that section. If not, Thank you. then it so might as well be the same policy. Senator Harris, Senator Harris, I'm so sorry. We won't let all these things. Senator Harris. Hey, guys, you know what? America does not want to witness a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. today that you were wrong to oppose busing in America then. Do you agree? I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, there I did was a not failure of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the second class to integrate Berkeley, California public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education. Because your city council made that decision. It was a so local that's decision. where the federal government must step now, in. That's why we have the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act. That's why we need to pass the Equality Act. That's why we need to pass the ERA. Came to the California Democratic Convention and said, It's time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans. That candidate was then Senator Joe Biden. Joe Biden was right when he said it was time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans 32 years ago. He's still right today. If we're going to solve the issues of automation, pass the torch. Senator Sanders, I'll give you 10 seconds just to ask the, answer the very direct question. Will you raise taxes for the middle class in a Sanders administration? People who have health care under Medicare for all will have no premiums. No deductibles, no co-payments, no out of exp- out-of-pocket expenses. Yes, they will pay more in taxes, but less in health care for what they get. And I am determined to bring about a day when a white person driving a vehicle and a black person driving a vehicle, when they see a police officer approaching, feels the exact same thing. A feeling not of fear, but of safety. I am determined That's to bring that day about. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. You are president. What specifically would you do with the thousands of people who try to reach the United States every day and want a better life through asylum? I will ensure that this microphone that the President of the United States holds in her hand is used in a way that is about reflecting the values of our country and not about locking children up, separating them from their parents. If you'd ever told me any time in my life that 
this country would sanction federal agents to take children from the arms of their parents, put them in cages, actually put them up for adoption. In Colorado, we call that kidnapping. Uh, I would have told you... Was unbelievable. Governor, you're right. It is kidnapping, and it's extremely important for us to realize that. If you forcibly take a child from their parents' arms, you're kidnapping them. And if you take a, a lot of children and you put them in a detainment center, thus inflicting chronic trauma upon them, that's called child abuse. This is collective child abuse. And when this is crime, both of those things are a crime. And if your government does it, that doesn't make it less of a crime. These are state-sponsored crimes. A government when you've got an economy that does great for those with money and isn't doing great for everyone else that is corruption pure and simple we need to call it out we need to attack it head-on I think I'm the only one I hope I'm the only one on this panel here that had seven people shot in their neighborhood just last week someone I knew Shahad Smith was killed with an assault rifle at the top of my block last year for millions of Americans, this is not a policy issue. This is an urgency. And for those who have not been directly affected, they're tired of living in a country where their kids go to school to learn about reading, writing, and arithmetic, and how to deal with an active shooter in their school. We can't treat this as an across-the-board problem. We have to treat it like a public health emergency. Senate. That means bring data to bear, okay. and it means make real change in this country, Thank you, whether Senate. it's politically popular or not. When we weren't in there, they started flying planes into our buildings. So I'm just saying right now, the we Taliban have an didn't attack us on 9-11. Al-Qaeda did. Well, I understand. Al-Qaeda attacked us on 9-11. I understand. That's why I and so I many other people the military to go I after Al-Qaeda, not the Taliban. The Taliban was protecting those people who were plotting against us. I just don't want to be your president to be your president. I want to be your president to do the job. Thank this you, is not about me. This is about getting America working again. Thank you. So these are just a few clips, a few snippets from... Uh, the two nights of the debate that took place on Wednesday, June 26th and Wednesday and um, Thursday, June uh, the 27th. And, uh, you know, uh, I believe the uh, winners for both nights were uh, Elizabeth Warren, Senator Elizabeth Warren on Wednesday and Senator Kamala Harris on Thursday. Uh, both of them were very um, powerful. Um, uh, they made their points, um, you know, very clear. And uh, you can also see that they're uh, starting to rise in the polls. Um, like to know uh, who you thought were the winners and losers. Um, uh, the, the, I thought uh, Joe Biden was definitely one of the losers uh, on Thursday night. Um, and uh, <laughs> Marion Williamson, <laughs> who is uh, one of the lesser known uh, presidential candidates, uh, was definitely... Uh, one of the losers on, um, uh, I believe it was, uh, yeah, it was Thursday night as well. Um, you know, uh, she's a self-help guru, uh, author, and, um, you know, uh, she made it to the debate stage, though. I mean, that was, uh, I believe the, um, you had to have at least 65,000 donors. Uh, that was the threshold. 
uh, uh, to be on the debate stage. Uh, you know, so that was an accomplishment in and of itself. But you know, if you watch the the debate, uh, she definitely uh, you know seemed like one of the more fringe candidates, one of the candidates that you know nobody's really paying much attention to. <laughs> Uh, but you know that was our our brief recap of of the debate. Now uh, the next one is coming up July 30th and 31st, right here in the city of Detroit. Yay! That's right at the Fox Theater. You know, and uh, yours truly would love to go. I'm, I'm sure the tickets are. You know, more than likely uh, all gone by now. Uh, but uh, if you're listening and you got some tickets, let your boy know. Holla at your boy. I would love to be uh, there at the debate uh, one of those nights, man. Because, um, you know, I love politics. I love to be a part of these types of things. And uh, it just would be uh, very historic um, to be there. Uh, for uh, an event like this right happening right here in the city of Detroit. So, uh, you know, you know how to find me. Email me at contact at michaelnimmons.com at me at TOL Radio Host MSN. Get at your boy. I would love to be there. <laughs> also, we want to give a big shout out to uh, Corey Coco Golf. The 15-year-old tennis phenom that defeated our iconic tennis player, Sir, uh, not Serena, Venus Williams. That's right. Uh, she did this on Monday, July the 1st, and it was unbelievable. Um, you know, this young girl is only 15 years old, and uh, she is um, the youngest to qualify for um uh, Wimbledon so uh, I, I, I think we got a rising star on our hands and uh, the media has just been uh, giving her a whole lot of love uh, telling her story and uh, we just want, want to share with you a little bit of that take a listen Robert, we have headline on top of headline here. First of all, Venus Williams lost in the first round of Wimbledon. That's a big deal. She lost to the 313th ranked player in the world. That's a big deal. That player, though, is 15 years old. But it's a 15-year-old black girl born in Atlanta, Georgia, who only picked up a tennis racket because of the Williams sisters. Put all that together, and it made for something pretty special at Wimbledon yesterday. A five-time champ falls to a 15-year-old phenom. That's it. A symbolic upset at Wimbledon. Standing ovation. American Corey Goff taking out Venus Williams in straight sets. It's a dream debut for the 15-year-old. Corey, who goes by Coco, was overcome with emotion after that final point. She can't believe it. I think we just saw a star is born. And look at her proud parents, Corey and Candy, on their feet. My dad uh, was just jumping up every time I won a point, and um, I'm just so happy and blessed. Coco shared a long handshake at the net with her idol after the match. I was just telling her thank you for everything that she's done for the sport, and um, she's been an inspiration for many people. Coco is the youngest player ever to make it through qualifying for Wimbledon's main draw. And this was a storybook Wimbledon debut. On the court, I was not thinking about Venus. 
just I was just playing my game. 39-year-old Venus had already won two Wimbledon titles by 2004. That was the year Coco was born. The teen is even younger than many of the ball kids. The drama played out before a packed house at the All England Club. I saw the stadium uh, yesterday, but it was completely empty. But, I mean, it looks so much bigger when there's actually people inside. In the end, the 15-year-old outplayed and overpowered the veteran. Great things are in store for this young 15-year-old. She did everything well today and served well, moved well. It was, it was a great match for her. But in the middle of it all, this breakout star still managed to hit the books. She even took a high school science exam during the early qualifying rounds. Test, I got a B, and today I'll give myself an A. Okay, she's a kid. Let me remind you, we see her on this world stage. She's a kid. Some of her teachers didn't even know she played tennis up until now. And she found out she was playing Venus through Instagram. She said her agent sent her a text and just said, Venus Williams, she didn't know what that meant. So she had to go to Instagram to find out that even she was playing. But she has another match coming up tomorrow against the 139th ranked player in the world. Watch out for this young lady, but just a fun moment yesterday. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching. Yeah, so again, big ups to uh, Corey Coco Golf. Uh, just an amazing young lady. I think we have another rising star uh, in the um, the world of athletics. Um, you know, in the world of tennis, uh, this young lady is is definitely going to I be, I think make her mark uh, in the um, in this arena. So uh, big ups to her. That's right, guys. NBA free agency is upon us. It just kicked off on June the 30th. And boy, uh, did it kick off with a bang. I'm telling you. Normally, with free agency, you know, uh, it builds uh, throughout the summer. Um, you know, it's a guessing game. You're kind of saying, you know, who's going to go where? Asking the question, you know, what moves are gonna ma- they, they're going to make next um you know uh who's meeting with who these are some of the questions that you're asking throughout the summer and um in fact most of the summer is spent asking questions and speculating on what's happening but the new jersey nets (laughs) they put their uh they, they came out with all all their guns blazing because they announced sunday night that Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan are all coming to the New York, uh, the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> Unbelievable. Speaking of New York, we all thought Kevin Durant was going there, but uh, Jim Dolan, I believe that's the owner of the New York, uh, New York Knicks, uh, blew it uh, when. Um, I believe he did it when he was asking for Kevin Durant's medical report. You all know that he, um, um, you know, um, blew his uh, Achilles tendon uh, during the uh, NBA Finals. And, um, you know, uh, he's questionable coming back. They say he's going to be out six to nine months and 
probably won't make it back until the playoffs, uh, if that. But, you know, you just I, I think you never know with injuries like this. Um, you, you know, we may see him next year. We may not. But, um, and some would even say that's probably the reason why the Nets were able to get him uh, because, you know, um, because of this injury. But I'm telling you guys, this, this looks like, um, you know, the East is uh, is making some moves, and uh, this was one of the biggest moves in uh, in free agency uh, so far. Of course, you know about um, the trade with uh, for Anthony Davis, uh, Los Angeles Lakers, uh, that happened before free agency. So he is now uh, in a Laker uniform, and uh, there's speculation that Kawhi Leonard might. Um, join LeBron and AD in uh, LA we don't know I think that uh, Kawhi should stay in Toronto Um, why be LeBron's third wheel when you can be uh, Toronto's first option you were the NBA um, finals MVP in Toronto you know why why go to LA and be LeBron's third wheel I don't know I'm just not uh, of course, I'm not a LeBron James fan, but, um, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but uh, those are some of the moves that took place in NBA free agency. Uh, D'Angelo Russell going to, uh, I believe it's the, um, oh, Golden State. That's right. D'Angelo Russell going to Golden State. Kimber Walker going to the Celtics. Man, the league, they making moves And then I wait until the end of the summer to do it I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it I love to get your thoughts on all of this As well as free agency Add us at TOL Radio Host MSN Let us know what your thoughts are uh, we love to know what you're thinking about. Again, TOL Radio Host MSN Email us at contact at michaelnemis.com Or leave us a comment michaelnemis.com TOL radio show page love to know what you think about any of this but we're going to take our first break of the night but when we come back we're getting right into our interview with the artistic director of the Detroit Youth Choir Anthony White you don't want to go anywhere you're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online it's the Thinking Out Loud radio show we'll be right back You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. With radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you... 
leads you to believe. Who Told You That You Were Naked is a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Miss the show featuring evangelist, entrepreneur, and executive producer of Bloom TV, Brianna Swanson. Tell us about Bloom TV. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. Um, Bloom TV will be a YouTube series. And it will be 24 pre-recorded shows that I will release once a week. And it's going to be a 30-minute show. It's not enough, you know, to have God just do everything in 30 minutes. Um, I want to be able to get all the youth rallied up in the city at one point, and we just have a Holy Ghost fire good time. You know, bring our friends and family, people get healed, people get saved, miracles happen. Um, I really want to see God um, operate strong and doing an outpour in Detroit. You tuned in to the Three Hour Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. This is radio host Michael Nimmons, and yes, it's tax time. Haven't filed yet? No worries. We've got the place for you. Consumer Tax Clinic. Take it from someone who knows. They will sit down with you, go over your return, give great advice, and look for the best possible return options. Let the experts at Consumer Tax Clinic help you get the refund you never thought you could. They did it for me. Let them do it for you. Call Consumer Tax Clinic at 248-395-0078. That's 248-395-0078. Or visit their website at ConsumerTaxClinic.com. That's ConsumerTaxClinic.com. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. All right, everybody, we are back, man, on a uh, <laughs> a phenomenal edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I have been talking about this interview for a few weeks now, ever since um, you all saw it and I saw uh, the performance uh of the Detroit Youth Choir on America's Got Talent and they uh <clears throat> their director is on the line with us on tonight and I'm so excited uh for this young man I've known him uh for a long time we go way back way way back to uh Greater Grace Temple Christian Academy <laughs> and um right GDDCA <laughs> yep right and um, I just want to give him 
a quick uh, introduction. Uh, just so godly proud of this young man doing some great things uh, as the artistic director of the Detroit Youth Choir, working and serving in this capacity for uh, some 21 years now. And i um, just so excited uh, to have uh, the artistic director, my good friend and brother, uh, Anthony White of the Detroit Youth Choir, as seen on America's Got Talent on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to my good friend, artistic director of the Detroit Youth Choir, director Anthony White. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Anthony. D. Michael Nimmons. D. Michael Nimmons. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> man, man, I'm so glad, so glad to have you guys. So glad to have you on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight, man. I'm so proud of um, the Detroit Youth Choir. Thank you, sir. It's an honor to be here. And, and thank you for this opportunity again to share um, what our experience has been like thus far and everything, you know? Yeah. yeah. I know you guys have been busy. We've been going back and forth trying to coordinate and carve out time to uh, – schedule this interview <clears throat> but um i'm so happy that we were able to carve out some space uh to talk to you um on tonight and i want to start here with you uh, uh anthony because you know this isn't the first time you guys auditioned for america's got talent um you know it was about a year or so ago i believe um, that I saw you at um, may have been a little bit longer than that. I saw you at a store, and um, you know, you you and I were talking, and you were telling me about uh, what you were doing with the Detroit Youth Choir and this great opportunity to audition for America's Got Talent and trying to raise some funds. You needed some help doing that, and you know, we said we would try to do what we could with this show. And uh, I just want you to kind of talk a little bit about that first experience with America's Got Talent? Well, um, as you know, we did go and uh, we did go to Cincinnati. <clears throat> we traveled to Cincinnati um, about a couple of years ago, and we did not uh, make the final uh, cut to be on America's Got Talent. Uh, they said, you know, try back next year. So we came back and we went back to the drawing board and we, we kind of figured out what we did wrong. Um, but it was a great experience for the young people uh, that travel. You know, they got to be around uh, executive producers and different producers. So uh, even though we did not make it the first year, I think it was 2018. Yeah. Uh, we we didn't make it when we went to Cincinnati. When we came back, we, we had our shows. We, we, we went through the routine. And the next year, we found out that they were coming to Cobo Hall right here in the city of Detroit. And we went down there and we did our thing. We went, but this time we went in relaxed. Uh, we didn't have no fear. And we just went and we did what Detroiters do. We, we fought hard. We sung hard. And we, we, 
we we were victorious at the end of the day. And uh, it was just a great experience. And what everybody don't know is we wasn't going to to uh, audition again. Um, we were going to just kind of just not do it, you know. And something uh, something in me made made us want to go. And I just want to thank everybody for their support. So, so what motivated you? What what do you feel like motivated you to try a second time? You know, you said that you guys, you know, you 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 were at a point where you were thinking of not doing it again. I'm sure you were disappointed, um, you know, the first time, not making the final cut, you know, and um, you know, you the, the young people. You I know you hate seeing the faces of, of disappointed young people. I work with young people all the time as well, and it's not a good feeling, you right? So what what motivated you to try again? Well, you know, um, I wanted – well, we have five seniors that graduated this year. Uh, actually, it was five girls, and I wanted to really give them a good send-off. For the for their senior year, I wanted to go back and just try again, not only for the the fifty odd other kids that went, but for for my seniors. And it turned out that this moment was the most memorable aspect of their last year in high school. <laughs> mm. It was like it was like winning two victories. Right, right. We decided to go. Yeah, we decided to do it. And the seniors that graduated, you know, they they tell me all the time, like, this was the best year of their life. Mm. Wow. And knowing that you were a big part of that, you know, has really got to make you feel good. Wow. Yeah, it was it was mind blowing. And um, and I was I was just honored to give them this experience and, and, you know, not to mention the other young people that was with us. Um, this was the best time of their lives as well. And we're still in the, in the mode of it, you know? Right. So <clears throat> I want to, I want to, um, you know, you, you said you guys auditioned at Cobo hall and, um, you got a call back to, you know, after you auditioned, you said you were victorious. So, um, walk us through what happened when you got the call that you made the show. Well, we uh, at the end of our at the end of our audition at Cobo Hall, everybody in our DYC camp got a good feeling. We felt that we we felt that we did something um, good, you know. And we went home. Uh, in about maybe a month later, we got an email saying that congratulations you all have moved on to Hollywood I mean not Hollywood but LA wow I I yeah I took it to one of our rehearsals and I announced it and all the kids just went they just went berserk <laughs> you know they were jumping up and down and uh and it was a good feeling to see how much that meant to them um and 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 after that, you know, we we started packing our bags and getting ready, and we went to Holly. We went to ba Pasadena, and that's where America. That's that's what you guys saw on TV, 
when we were in Pasadena, California, right there. Okay. So, so before we get to that part, I want you to tell us a little bit about some of the young people that are in the Detroit Youth Choir because, you know, they are a special group of young people and, you know, what we saw on 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 national television uh was just a little snippet of um, you know, the amazing phenomenal choir that they are, but you know, I know they all have their own individual stories and, you know, the things that they've gone through and experienced. And this choir really just, um, you know, it, it, it is it gives them something to uh, to really be proud of and and to um, and be excited about. Tell our listeners about some of the young people in your choir. Uh, well, most of our kids come from different parts of uh, the Metro Detroit area. We uh, we have young people on the east side. We have young people on the north side, south side, west side, uh, southwest side. You know what I'm saying? Right. We we uh we have a great eclectic group. We have songwriters. We have uh, movie actresses. We have actors. We have uh, artists. We have uh, uh, recording artists. <laughs> we have a lot of different, just different type of young people in our choir. And I think that's what makes DYC what it is. Um, we, we are able to take everybody's ego and make it a positive thing instead of, instead of a negative. And, and I give the challenge to our young people. I say, you know, uh, if any, you can do anything you can, in this world if you put your mind to it that's kind of the um the mindset we have with our young people that's awesome i know you are enjoying our interview with artistic director for the detroit youth choir my good friend anthony white as seen on america's got talent (laughs) agt we're so happy to have them on the thinking out loud radio show with us on tonight i'm just so uh, godly proud of him and excited for all of the young people. Tell our listeners about uh, the trip out to Pasadena to audition uh, on America's Got Talent. Okay, so the trip going to L.A. Uh, first of all, let me just give a big shout out to um, the the staff and crew of America's Got Talent. They treated our young people and staff and parents uh, like like royalty. Mm. Yes, I want to give a big shout out to the the L.A. staff of America's Got Talent. Um, but when we got on the plane, that was kind of like a very you know very weird situation because you know I'm not a I'm not big on flying. But you know Delta Airlines, I gotta say, is one of the best uh, airlines out here. Right. They made us feel welcome as well, Michael. And and uh it was a smooth flight. We got there, uh we got checked in our hotels, uh we we ate dinner and we rehearsed and next thing you know, voila, we're on the stage in front of movie stars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and Terry Crews, he's the he's what you see. What you see is what you get. Um he's a very kind and gentle man. And um, 
and he got much love from uh, from Detroit. He he has much love. Right. So so the day of the audition, I'm sure you guys had a lot of anxiety and a lot of uh, nerves and nervousness, you know. So Anthony, as the artistic director, how did you keep these young people focused on their performance? Well, Michael, we have an excellent, excellent staff of uh, experienced choreographers, uh, acting coaches, and disciplinarians. It wasn't. It wasn't really hard to get the kids in line. Um, uh, if if America didn't know by now, Detroit Detroit kids don't really get nervous. <laughs> 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 they went out there and had fun. You know uh, what you saw on uh, Channel Four or WDIV. Uh, it was that's real. Everything was real. Like the kids had fun. Uh, the talent was real. Uh, Terry Crews' reaction was real. I mean, it was just a surreal experience. Hmm. I know you are enjoying our interview with my good friend, artistic director for Detroit Youth Choir, Anthony White. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And uh, I want to know who came up with the song for the audition, This Is Our Moment by Macklemore. I mean that that was the that was that was the that song was so appropriate, man. It was so appropriate. I agree with Terry Crews. It, it was your moment. It was your moment. So so um, the song came about. It was a lot of brainstorming with our staff and uh, a few of AGT staff, and we just came together and we made a, a collective decision that this song is the right song. After years, after years of struggling as a small nonprofit organization here in Detroit, uh, it was a it, you know that song really represented our struggle as an organization and our triumph. Don't 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 don't, don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. It's the show featuring academic phenom Haley Taylor Slits from Good Morning America. Just all around gifted young lady. So happy to have her on our birthday show. And she was just on Good Morning America. What was that experience like? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. It was really exhilarating um, and super exciting. The day we flew out, like the night before the interview, so that day, the day before, I didn't even know I was going to fly to New York until that afternoon. And um, my dad and I packed up, went to the airport and flew out there like within the span of six hours. And her view in another like eight hours. So, you know, it all went really, really fast. But it was really fun and an honor to be there. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? 
It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. This is actress Kiana Smith, the Detroit Filmmaker Award nominee, and you are listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. I know you are enjoying our interview with artistic director of the Detroit Youth Choir, my good friend, Anthony White. Let's get back into this amazing interview. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I think I, my, my family and I have probably watched that uh, video of, on YouTube a dozen times, man. I think now, and last time I checked, you had like 5.7 million views uh, on YouTube. And I know it's probably far more than that by now, but um, it's just am- amazing. Uh, I know you are enjoying our interview with my good friend, director uh, of the Detroit Youth Choir, Anthony White. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And Anthony, I want you to take us through the audition. So you guys are on the stage now in front of uh, not just the audience uh, that's in front of you, um, you know, you 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 guys are um, in front of uh, you know the judges, Simon Kyle, um, Gabrielle Union, uh, uh, is it Julian Holt, Julianne, and uh, Howie Mandel? You know, I'm telling you, what, tell us tell us what that audition was like. Well, I'll describe our audition as a roller coaster. That you get when you get on a roller coaster. In your stomach, I had that that same feeling when I walked out on that stage. And um, from that point on, I realized that it's no turning back. You just got to keep moving forward. And uh, <laughs> and next thing I know, I'm standing next to Simon. Simon is up. Yeah, Simon Kyle is up jumping and dancing the whole song. The TV didn't show that part. Right, right, right. He was clapping and dancing the whole song, and um, and the whole the whole judge, uh, the whole uh, cast of judges, they were all rocking and clapping and and dancing, 
and uh, and, and what you see is what you get. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't see that. Uh, of course, it was probably edited out, but you know, we just heard that they were up on their feet and everything, and and uh, but we could, but yeah, but we could see, we could feel the, the 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 we could feel the vibe through the television. You guys really did a phenomenal job uh, on that on that stage, and you know, what was going through your mind when? Terry Crews interrupted the judges voting. I mean, they were just getting ready to vote, and then Terry Crews comes in and interrupts the judges. What was going through your mind then? Well, you know that that brings me back to what I said about uh, Terry Crews being a genuine, nice guy. He's just a regular, nice guy, and when he found out that we were from Detroit, and then I found out that uh, that he was from Flint. That moment was real. It really made it really made him emotional. So when he came out on stage, I was wondering, like, what you know, what is he doing? Um, what's going on? Uh, you know, because I'm not used to this. You know. So when he came out, he said, you know, I see every last person in this choir in, in myself. When he said that, I knew that he was about to do something out the box. He said, I got to do this. He went down and he slammed. Everything was in slow motion, just like you said. I mean, whatever y'all saw, that was real. (laughs) It was real. And he hugged us. He took pictures. Um, Gabriel Union came and gave hugs. Simon came and gave hugs, and uh, and the other two judges, uh, they gave hugs, and it was just, it was just like unbelievable. I mean, I never met a movie star in my life, and I met Gabriel Union and Terry Crews. Right, right, and the way they, the the way they edited that golden buzzer moment was just, it just, it you you felt it. In your in uh, through the TV screen, wherever you were watching it from, you know, and and you just we all were we all knew what was about to happen. We saw Terry's hand go up, and and we were all just waiting for him for that hand to go down and hit the buzzer to see what your reaction was going to be, and it was priceless. <laughs> it was priceless. Like all the kids' reactions was real. Um, it wasn't rehearsed. We didn't even know what was going on. Right. We we expected to get four yeses. Right. Right. We didn't think we didn't think nothing. We didn't think about the buzzer. So um, it it was truly it was truly a, a excellent moment. It was an excellent moment. I know you are enjoying our interview with my good friend, artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Mr. Anthony White. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we're just kind of going over uh, the the phenomenal and amazing performance of the Detroit Youth Choir recently on America's Got Talent. If you missed that episode, you really missed the treat, but thankfully it is on YouTube. And last I checked, it has over 500, uh, five, uh, 5 million 
uh, views. It's probably more than that, I'm sure, by now. Um, but I want you to tell our listeners how has things uh, been for you and and DYC since your performance on America's Got Talent. What has your schedule been like? I know you guys have been doing press and media and all kinds of things ever since then. Uh, so, so tell us about some of those things. Well, all I can say is, Michael, every day it's been phenomenal, and I'm very tired. <laughs> all of all of the phone, I I, I received phone calls. Um, I receive fan mail. I receive very, very good feedback from America. I was, I was, I was always concerned about people in Michigan knowing about our organization. Now everybody in the world knows about the Detroit Youth Choir. Wow. Well, it's an overwhelming, positive feeling, and you know I will. I gotta give it. I gotta give it up to um, a choir that I love, or I loved growing up. Uh, the Boys Choir of Harlem. Yes, they were truly my inspiration, in even taking over a group like the Detroit Youth Choir because of their discipline and their uh, hard-working spirit. I kind of, I kind of entered that into what I do, integrated into into our choir. So I want to give it up to the late uh, Dr. Walter J. Turnbull for giving the love to the kids in Harlem as I give the love to the kids in Detroit. Amazing. Amazing. You know, and and walk us again. I mean, you guys have done uh, just talking to you offline. You, you guys have gotten a couple resolutions uh one from uh mayor mike duggan a couple days ago right yes sir a couple of days ago uh we received numerous accolades and reward uh awards since we've been uh home uh since we've been back here in michigan and it's just overwhelming and and, and when the mayor tells you whatever you need just give him a call <laughs> you know that that's a good look so I mean, uh, everything from Spirit of Detroit Awards, and you know, we we've just appreciated everything, and it's all due to hard work and never giving up. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, I can't think of a more deserving group of these types of accolades and recognitions. You know, um, this past. Uh, I think it might have been actually not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before last. We were downtown driving uh, on Jefferson, getting ready to get on the lodge. And uh, we saw the big LED uh, uh, banner on Cobo Hall uh, that was congratulating the Detroit Youth Choir uh, for their amazing performance on America's Got Talent. What? What? I mean, what? What did you think of that? Oh man, I mean, it's. It, I mean, Michael, it's a long time. It's a long time uh, sacrificing and you know working hard every Saturday, every Wednesday. When I see stuff like that, 
I mean, it just brings a, a tear to my eye because, I mean, I remember days where uh, I had to put the keyboard on my back and play for the choir myself. I remember days where I just felt like giving up, you know, and, uh, hey, you know, and, and when I see a banner across Cobo Hall, that's like Detroit saying, we're on your side. Thank you. Um, we appreciate your hard work. That's that's exactly what it's saying. That is exactly what it is saying. Wow. And, and, and it just seems, I know, like the shot in the arm that you needed because, I mean, uh, I, I'm sure this has been uh, uh, arduous and um, a... Um, uh, uh, you know, a difficult at times, uh, but 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 very rewarding. You know, because again, you know, you, you to see young people in in the urban community in the inner city, especially in the city of Detroit, uh, doing good and excelling at what they're doing um, is 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 really got to be, um, you know, um, phenomenal for you. Phenomenal, yes, sir. And, and and I want to add that uh, you asked me about some of our phenomenal young people in the choir. <clears throat> There's a young lady, uh, her name is Jelena Porter, and she lives uh, around the Highland Park area, and she's one of our altos. And this young lady takes the bus sometimes to rehearsal. Mm. And that that right there, you know, is, is, is what defines – what the Detroit Youth Choir is about. You know, it, it, it defies that we are about, um, that these kids are determined to make their way to a rehearsal clear across town. Yeah, and, and Highland Park is, right, Highland Park is one of the roughest areas uh, in the city. And, and this young lady is is made it in, made up in her mind that I'm going to be a success. I'm going to do something um, with my life, right? No matter what, man, that is tremendous. And you know, we also have kids coming from very far uh, locations, as as Clark Clarkston and uh, Roseville. Um, East Side, Canton, and they're all coming to want to uh, to accomplish one common goal, and that's to be great performers. Wow! I know you are enjoying our interview with uh, Director Anthony White of the Detroit Youth Choir, good friend of ours. So happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, and man, I appreciate you. Thank you so much, man. You've made the show for us on tonight and you know I want you to tell our listeners I've been kind of watching uh, television I'm sure they have as well and it seems like everywhere we see Terry Crews he is talking about the Detroit Youth Choir <laughs> I mean he's been on The View he's been on uh, The Tonight Show uh, he's been uh, yeah he's been everywhere and then I I even saw you on TMZ, I think it was, or Access Hollywood, one of the two, or may have been both. Right, Access Hollywood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and you know, I never thought that I'll be on a, on a major 
news channel like uh, or news outlet like uh, the Today Show or The View. When I when I heard Whoopi Goldberg like reference me, yes, to myself like this lady is the lady from the color purple and uh, Sister Act and Ghost. Wow, she she actually want to know about me? I'm just a I'm just a good old boy from the city of Detroit, you know? Absolutely. And uh, it, 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 it's very rewarding, very rewarding. You're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Mr. Show featuring violin extraordinaire Candace Pretty String Smith. And probably one of the more interesting ones was Rick Ross. Violin and Rick Ross don't go together. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you really got to explain to us how that all came together. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. Yes, of course. So, Rick Ross, that was when I was a student at Florida a and University, and we had a homecoming showcase, and they hired Rick Ross to come for our homecoming concert. And everyone wanted to open up for him, like, I want to audition, I want to open up for Rick Ross. So I went through an audition. So I was chosen to open up for him. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I hope you enjoyed our interview with artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Anthony White. Let's hear the conclusion of this phenomenal interview. And he was, you know, and and Terry, uh, like you said, humble down to earth, but he is giving you uh, all the credit, you know, and, you know, he, he's just Mr. Anthony White is the young man that is 
um, is making the difference in these young people's lives. And I mean, everywhere he goes, he says it and without reservation is putting you out there as well as the Detroit Young Detroit Youth Choir. And that's got to make you feel really good, I'm sure. It, it, it makes me feel it makes me feel that somebody actually appreciates the hard work I put into these young people. And you, know, you never know these, these kids in this choir is, uh, they might be your next lawyer, your next doctor, your next teacher or, um, pastor. It's a lot of opportunity there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know you are enjoying our interview with my good friend, uh, artistic director, Anthony white for the Detroit youth choir. Uh, so happy to have him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And, and you know, I know you guys got a few things up your sleeve. You know, I know some. There's some. you're working on some things for the next performance. You probably can't share with us. Uh, but, uh, you know, there are a lot of people listening on tonight. And I know they want to, they, they, you got to give them a little teaser. Uh, you know, give us something. What can you tell us? about your next performance on America's Got Talent? Well, the only thing I can say is get ready to be blown away. (laughs) We have some good things in store for you guys. (laughs) Man, man, I'm telling you, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Get ready to be blown away. And I was listening to Simon Cowell, and he was really giving you guys some keys to uh, winning the competition. When he said, "You, if you guys continue to do things that we don't expect a choir to be able to do, you might just win this thing. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. That was our that was our that was our clue to keep doing what we're doing, right? Right, absolutely. And then another, and then I love your response to his to his statement that a choir has never won America's Got Talent. And what did you say? I said we can be the first. Right now, you know there are mo- there are other choirs in uh in this competition and and i didn't know that i was i was i found that out uh soon after your performance that you have a few other choirs that are are performing as well and um and competing so you know i'm sure the competition is going to heat up um but uh you guys are are just um you know, I, I say this all the time. Those that listen to us, our day ones that listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, you guys are our adopted choir. <laughs> you are our adopted choir. We, you, you are the Detroit Youth Choir is is uh, is is all right with us, and um, you know, absolutely. You, we, we are your biggest fans and biggest supporters, and um, you know. Um, we we are talking about you guys all the time. In fact, last week's show was dedicated to the Detroit Youth Choir. We talked about you. We shared uh, some of the experience uh, from America's Got Talent, uh, how we felt about 
um, you know, you you guys getting the golden buzzer. I kind of had a feeling that that was going to happen, um, you know, just in our conversation. Uh, and there was some, you know, I know a couple young people in the choir and they were saying, you know, just watch to the end of the show, you know. And and that kind of gave me some clues <laughs> that something was coming up, you know. But um, I again, I couldn't think of any uh, a, a more deserving a group of young people right here. You guys are representing the city uh, very well, and uh, keep up the the uh, the great work. Um, as we get ready to wrap this interview, is there anything you want to share? with uh, our listeners about the Detroit Youth Choir uh, are you guys still auditioning young people or, or is auditions closed because of America's Got Talent how can young people be a part you know give us give us. Uh, you know I'm sure there's some parents that probably want to know how their young people can be a part of this great group of young people right here in the city of Detroit oh yeah for sure for sure um July 22nd through July 27th, there will be a one-week workshop at Marigold College for any young people between the ages of 8 and 18 that would love to do a DYC workshop. We are doing it for one week only, and it's going to be from July 22nd through July 27th at Marigold College. And the only way to register they can go onto our website um, and find the flyer and register on the link. And you, they, they have to register straight to Marigold College. And what is the website? The website is uh, marigold.edu, but there's a link on the flyer. And those that are listening on tonight, uh, we'll make sure we have all that information available on our Thinking Out Loud radio show fan page. That's facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show. We have that all, all that information about uh, how you can register your, your young people up to be a part of the Detroit Youth Choir, the workshop, uh, auditions, and all that great stuff. Uh, on our Thinking Out Loud radio show fan page. And uh, we'll also have information about uh, your upcoming uh, shows and performances. Um, you have a few of those coming up as well, right? Yes, sir. Uh, July 13th, we are singing at the Dave's Choice Awards. July 13th at the Ford Performing Arts Center in Dearborn. And also we have a performance. Well, I don't really call it a performance at a church, but we have a singing engagement uh, at Greater Grace Temple. Yes, the fame, the famous Greater Grace Temple right here in the city of Detroit. <laughs> and when is that? July 28th at the 11 o'clock service, 11 a.m. service. And we'll have all that information available again at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show. Well, Anthony, man, we have been blessed by uh, you on tonight. Thank you so much for carving out time. I know you have been uh, very busy uh, since uh, your performance on America's Got Talent. And just know 
that not only is the city of Detroit behind you, but the Thinking Out Loud radio show is behind the the, uh, uh, the Detroit Youth Choir, and we are your biggest fans. Uh, we love you guys, and uh, we will definitely be uh, uh, we'll definitely be a part of. Uh, I, I was saying that I was going to try to get out to at least one of your events uh, very soon. I know I'll be at the Greater Grace Temple event. But uh, we definitely are supporting you and praying that you will do well uh, on the live show in just a few weeks. Thank you so much, Michael. And thank you for having us on this beautiful radio show here. Um, We appreciate all your support. We appreciate Detroit. We love Detroit. We love our city. Um, We love everything about the city. And that's why we represent the city so well and and the city definitely loves you guys thank you again so much and we appreciate you and may god continue to bless you thank you michael it's the thinking out loud radio show we'll be right back don't 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 touch that dial it's the thinking out loud radio show we'll be right back Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. It's time. 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 For the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week.
Tonight's thought of the week comes from a message we ministered entitled, Keep Your Eyes on the Prize. I know this clip is going to bless you. Take a listen. To violence violently. But to their credit, those in the movement that were faced with these onslaughts of violence were trained in the practice of nonviolence, of nonviolent protests. Dr. King spoke and taught often about the tenets of nonviolence that he learned from the life of Gandhi. Dr. King knew that the inevitable violence that was to come as a result of the movement might serve as a distraction or a deterrent, a deterrent from reaching their goal of, of, of obtaining the prize. And what was the prize, you might ask? Well, that prize was equality and justice for all of God's children. That prize was the elimination of segregation and discrimination in this country and our world. That prize was one day being judged by the character, by, by our character and not the content of our character and not the color of our skin. That prize was being able to live where we want to live and drive what we want to drive. That prize was one day being able to gather by the hundreds of thousands and millions at our nation's capital and witness the inauguration of the first African-American president of the United States. That was their prize. To our forefathers, this prize was worthy of the struggle. This prize was worthy of the humiliation. This prize was worthy of the degradation. This prize was worthy of jail. This prize was worthy of death threats. This prize was worthy of even death itself. Because I believe Dr. King also said at one point about the movement, if a man hasn't found a cause in which he will lay his life down for, he isn't fit to live. They might not have seen the scene that day in January back in 1960 but the people of the movement marched like they did might not have fathomed it in 1960 but they went to jail like they did might not have thought it possible in 1960 but they were lynched like they did might not have lived to witness it in 2009 but they died like they did President Obama's inauguration was almost like a culmination of years of struggle, steadfast determination, civil disobedience and unrest that brought a change not just to Washington DC, but to our entire country and the world. And for that, we should give God a praise. Yes, we are extremely proud of President Obama and the tremendous accomplishment of him becoming our nation's 44th president. I was very impressed with him as a candidate and very impressed with his campaign as many of you were. Uh, the presidency indeed is a lofty goal in and of itself and it takes a very special kind of individual 
to endure the rigors of a two-year campaign traveling the country and even the world trying to convince and influence the public to vote for you I'm sure if President Obama uh, were here he would agree that his campaign took a great deal of dedication and commitment I'm sure if he were here he would tell us that uh, his campaign took a great deal of stamina and endurance the likes of which have never been seen before in many ways the enormity of the campaign reflects the enormity of the position because he is going he is running for the highest office in the land after all he's not running for president of the student council or president of the block club or neighborhood association but he's running to be the commander-in-chief of this nation from the very beginning he was the least likeliest of candidates didn't have the pedigree of his predecessors or even his opponents didn't share the same sk uh, skin color of his predecessors or his opponents didn't have the wealth of his predecessors he wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth and yet he did not allow any of these things to dissuade him or detract him from reaching his goal. What impressed me the most about this man was how he handled his campaign. How he handled the criticism of his opponents. How he handled the scrutiny of the media how he handled the political games of the Washington power brokers. Never allowed uh, any of those things to detract him or to take him off course. I can remember on one occasion after a debate with his last primary opponent, Senator Hillary Clinton, at a campaign rally, he told the crowd what was the secret to his steadiness and his focus. Uh, Senator Barack Obama at the time uh, told that crowd at that rally uh, that what he would do uh, in the midst of all of the mudslinging, in the midst of all the dirt that was being thrown, he would just brush his shoulders off. He would just continue to brush the dirt off of his shoulders. And I don't know about you, but I take uh, my cue from uh, Barack, President Obama because uh, in life you're going to have those folk that's going to hate on you. You're going to have folks that, that, that don't like you and, and going to talk about you and throw mud and sling mud your way. But just brush the dirt off of your shoulders and keep moving. Do I have a witness in this place? You hang with me. I'm going somewhere. I'm sure if you ask President Obama what kept you focused? What kept you from losing your cool? He would tell you that the same thing that kept him focused was the very thing he was trying to achieve and that was becoming the President of the United States. And to him, the criticism was worthy of the prize. Uh, to him, the mudslinging was worthy of the prize. The false accusations was worthy of the prize. The hatred and jealousy was worthy of the prize once that prize was realized
We want to give a big shout out and a thank you to artistic director for the Detroit Youth Choir, Anthony White, for being on the show with us on tonight. You heard about his tremendously busy schedule now with a slate of performances and interviews, plus getting the choir ready for their next performance on America's Got Talent. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with them in their pursuit of the top prize of America's Got Talent. But even if they don't win it all, they've already made our city and the people of our city very proud. Keep up the great work. Also, remember to check out our blog when they see us. Uh, you can check it out at michaelnemis.com. Just go to our homepage, click the post there. It's about a 10-minute read, not very long. Uh, take you a few minutes and check it out. And uh, leave us your comments and your feedback. Uh, this is a blog, again, um, that we wrote after watching uh, the Netflix docuseries um, uh, produced and directed by director uh, Ava DuVernay. Very powerful docuseries that we highly recommend uh, that you take the time to watch. And I know uh, it's a difficult watch, but uh, you know, you know what they say: the truth hurts. And uh, uh, th- there's a lot of truth that is in this uh, docu series. It's based on the story of the Central Park Five uh, that happened back in 1989. And certainly, um, you know, even though it took place back then, a lot of um, what happened then is still happening right now. And that's why this this series is so relevant and is so now. And we strongly recommend you take some time to watch it. Well, we're going to get ready and get out of here. But before we do, always remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's available on all uh, major podcasting platforms, Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. Tell your friends, family, loved ones about the show. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe uh, to the podcast. We truly, truly appreciate Appreciate it, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the show. And so, until next time, always remember if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. 
Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free and introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.